Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And right now we are joined by Dan Orlovsky, uh, who has become one of the, I don't know, fastest rising stars in in football analysis uh, out there anywhere. He's on ESPN. You can follow him on Twitter, at Dan Orlovsky7. And he's a former teammate of Kellen Moore. He joins us once again on the Ben and Skin Show. Hey, Dan, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Hey, we're, we're awesome. We appreciate you jumping on and... You were going uh, viral on social media in DFW last week just for some of your comments uh, be, uh, about Kellen Moore and some of the changes with the Cowboys offense just because you have an in-depth knowledge of, of Kellen. You know him really well, and you're really good at what you do. So, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're very in tune to what you're saying, and, and we want to hear what you have to say. So we thought we'd have you pop on. And let's just start with this. How, how different will the Cowboys offense be this season with Kellen Moore than what it was last year? Oh, it's it's getting a full makeover. It's like the when when the moms on that television show got a full makeover and they don't look like the same person. Uh, that's what it's going to look like to fans. Um, I, you know, I've said this. If you're asking, is Dak has Dak Prescott been a good quarterback for the Cowboys? He has. People might argue he's been great, but no one can really say he's been bad. No one can really say he's just been average. He's been a good player, but he's been a good player with a little bit of skill help that hasn't been great skill people around him and really a subpar offensive system creativity wise manipulation wise and also the utilization of what Dak does really well what he is and so now you've got Kellen Moore who the reasons why I like Kellen are this one incredibly outside of the box thinker like Kellen is not going to be the cookie cutter thinker that some coaches are in the NFL he's he's a guy that is going to be more Sean Payton, more Andy Reid, more Matt Nagy, more Sean McVay, like outside of the box thinking of why can't we do that? Not, oh, well, we're going to do this because that's the way it's been done for 30 years in the NFL. So I like the fact that he's going to be willing to try different things. Two, and I've said this, Kellen's not that far removed from college football. Like he was part of really the birthing of some unique football in college when it comes to Boise State and what they did. That's where he was trained. So he has all that. He's only seven years removed from it, eight years removed from it. And the third thing is his brother coaches in college football. So he's been directly tied to college football because of his family and just what's been going on there. And so I just see because of what he learned in college and then what he learned in the NFL, learned some of Sean Payton's offense and um, just the creative mind that he has, you're going to see this offense be totally different than what they've seen certainly under – Scott Linehan and Dak over the last couple of years. Okay, Dan, let me go uh, devil's advocate here because I fully embrace everything you're saying. I believe everything you're saying. I believe in Kellen. I believe all those things. However, his head coach is a very conservative guy and has always been a very conservative guy. So what might lead you to believe that Kellen's actually going to implement and do all the things that he actually wants to do? You understand what I'm saying? Sometimes... You know, the head coach kind of says, ah, I don't know if we're going to be able to do all that, buddy. Why do you think he's going to be able to be turned loose? Well, I can't say for sure that he's going to be, but I know that people are conservative until they, they no longer can be. Hmm. You know, like a lot of guys are conservative until the girl says, hey, I'm leaving. 
and then they've, they've got to be able to go up and talk to her. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of guys will play it cautious until they realize there's a threat that somebody else is going to go get the girl, and then they're willing to take more risks. You know, uh, Jason Garrett's job is on the line this year, and somebody, somebody's going to go come and take that girl, which is the head coaching job of the Dallas Cowboys. So maybe he's going to hopefully look at himself in the mirror and go, okay, maybe I have to be willing to be a little bit less conservative, be a little bit more willing. And again, it's not like Kellen is, Kellen is going to reinvent the wheel. He's still going to do fundamentally sound football. It's just going to look differently, and it's going to look more fun. Um, you know, the great example for me of what, it can ha- what can happen is what Nick Saban did at Alabama. For the longest time, Alabama was what you know, ground and pound, and just hold, hand the ball off, and play good defense. And Nick Saban realized, like, I better change because if I don't, I'm going to get passed by. And that's what hap- has happened at Alabama offensively is they've become different because they needed to. Jason Garrett, I'm hoping, realizes I got to be different. I got to change, and therefore, kind of trusts Kellen. Okay, I still want to run the football and I still want to be smart with it, and I still want to do the fundamental things, but make it look different. You know, you bring up Dak and how he's been in a predictable scheme, and, and we certainly agree. We've witnessed it all. I mean, if if just normal fans sitting at home watching on television can predict what play is about to happen, I think every single defensive coordinator in the world can do that. And so if, if that said, and uh, we agree with you on Dak as well, I think fundamentally nobody can say that he has been truly elite, but certainly no one could say he's been bad at all. If if uh, he's been basically playing uh, with a backpack full of bricks on, you know, his coordinator had just weighed him down. So that said, uh, is it is it time for the Cowboys to bet on Dak and say, hey, he's about to look better and better than he's ever looked because he's going to have a real scheme? Should the Cowboys go ahead and pay him now, or is it just going to get more expensive if they wait? I would pay him, yes. Uh, now, there's, a, there's an asterisk to that. I'm not paying Dak to Russell Wilson money. I'm not paying Dak, you know, elite quarterback money. I've said this. Teams get the Teams in the NFL don't get in trouble paying great players great player money. Teams get in trouble playing good players great player money. Dak has been good. And so, you know, if I'm the Cowboys, I'm trying to do everything I can to sign him to something that looks like a Kirk Cousins deal, which is a fair deal. And a lot of people think like, oh, you pay for what, you know, you expect the player to do. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. You pay for the, what, the, what the player is, what he's shown you to be. Um, so I would pay Dak. Yes, he's earned that money. He's earned that opportunity. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily go, hey, here's $35 million a year over the next five years. Cool. The reality is this, guys, too, like, and I've been a part of this. At some point, Quarterbacks and their agents have to be understanding of, okay, I don't have to be the next guy to reset the market for the next quarterback. Like I've had quarterbacks say to me, I have to take, I have to hold out, I have to wait till the big dollar comes because I've got to do it for the next guy. Um, Dak needs to be aware, like, the best thing for Dak when he turns 28 is to be playing really good football and then crack somebody's face. But right now, if I'm the Cowboys, I'd pay him a fair deal, absolutely. Okay, so let's just, uh, I mean, we all see what these quarterbacks get, and your estimation is, you know, five years at 30 a year with 100 of it guaranteed. Is that a fair deal to you? Uh, no, that, that's high in my opinion. Um, you know, it's a, it's a fine balance because, you know, we talked about Jason Garrett, and I know the Cowboys as an organization really like Dak. 
But you also like the, the, the difficult thing for organizations and general managers is to have long-term vision. Worst case scenario is the Cowboys don't play well this year. Dak plays okay. He doesn't play well. And you know what? We're moving on from Jason Garrett. Well, what happens if you want to sign Lincoln Riley? But he doesn't want Dak as his quarterback. But you've already paid Dak all that money. Then you're in a bad situation. Um, so, I, again, I go back to, you know, can Dak take a three-year deal that's somewhere close to 85, 86, 87, $90 million that, one, the Cowboys pay him a ton of money and uh, at the same time protect themselves a little bit. And Dak also, in, in some ways, banks on himself a little bit and goes, all right, pay me this much. And in three more years or two more years when I play really well, we're, we're going back to the drawing board again. We are talking to NFL analyst Dan Orlovsky, former NFL quarterback, now with ESPN. You can follow him on Twitter, at Dan Orlovsky7. How do you think the Cowboys got into this situation they got into with Scott Linehan? I mean, with it being so predictable, with it being so in the Stone Ages, how did it get that bad? Well, um, part of it is because, and this is not a you – know, Jason Garrett's a loyal guy, uh, and, and they had some success with it, right? It wasn't like they were a disaster – a lot of coaches in the NFL, I experienced this. So when I played for the Lions, we brought Mike Martin, who had just come from, you know, his time with the Rams and whatnot. And Mike Martz was installing this offense that the Rams ran. And we couldn't run it. We weren't good at it. We were just okay at it. But Mike Martz kept calling the plays that the Rams would call. And I remember having this conversation with John Kitten and being like, uh, Kitten actually could tell you and being like, you know, we run this offense okay, but it's not what the Rams were. This this offense was great with the Rams because they had Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk and Torrey Holt and Isaac Bruce and Orlando Pace. We don't have those guys. And so Scott Linehan had some success with Calvin Johnson or Randy Moss or Dante Culpepper or Matthew Stafford. Like, that offense was successful. And so when coaches know that, they, they just I've, – I've seen this offense work. We just got to keep at it. You know, we're just – keep doing what we're doing, just do it better. Um, that's one of the reasons why you just, as a coach, you just get so finite focused on that and knowing, okay, I've seen this work, so it's going to work as long as I keep trying it. Okay, well then let's take this one step further. You know what it's like paying running backs in this league. Zeke is their best player. We see what's going on with Todd Gurley. Are you going to pay Zeke top money? That's a great question. Um, you know, I, I, a, lot of, a lot of me says yes. Uh, Zeke is on Hall of Fame type of trajectory. The numbers prove that, that he is on Hall of Fame type of path. Um, again, who's been great for the Cowboys, Zeke or Dak? Zeke has been great. You don't get in trouble paying great players. I know that everyone goes to go running backs and whatnot. Don't forget, like Todd had a degenerative knee before his ACL injury, then the ACL injury. And he also was the MVP of the year league two years ago. And one of them, and certainly the conversation last year, it's not like he fell off the planet. So would I pay Zeke? Yes. That being said, I do. I don't know Zeke personally. I've got to figure out some of the stuff that's going on with some of the decision-making. I do. I do believe that that is warranted for me to figure out some of the off the field stuff that has happened. That's not necessarily bad, but it's just like, dude, what are you doing? I'd have to have some conversation about that. Player-wise, I would pay him. Dan, thanks so much for your time, man. You're really, really good at what you do. We love having you on the Ben and Skin Show here in Dallas-Fort Worth, so hopefully we can get you back on down the line. Hey, hope you're right about all this Kellen Moore stuff as well. As 
I am, can we just replay these clips over and over again? Absolutely. We'll have you on to celebrate and toast you. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.